some of the questions today that were left over from the retreat that we had recently. So the first question is, so can someone attain higher concentration or jhana by accident and lose it because of breaking the precepts? How does one gain it back? I felt this happened as a person suddenly became ten times smarter. Lumpo answered uh, that in order for this to happen, for someone to kind of get into jhana or samadhi by accident um, without intending for that to happen, then that means that, that that person will have had to have cultivated that in the past. They must have cultivated states and been able to attain states of samadhi or of jhana um, and so now, through just watching the breath, maybe they can get into jhana, maybe fourth jhana uh, from that. But for that to have happened, they need to have trained in that before. So it could go into first jhana or third, or second or third or fourth, and that's possible as well, um, without intending for that to happen. And just... Uh, establishing their mindfulness and the mind enters into that state. And for that to deteriorate due to a lack of sila, of virtue, that's possible as well. And if that happens, it needs to establish our hearts anew, to set our intentions anew. And there were some lives of the Buddha as a bodhisattva uh, that he had very high samadhi and that deteriorated as well. But he was also able to get that samadhi back. In Venerable Ananda, this happened to him too, that he had very um, good samadhi. And then there was a sense of kind of liking or lust that arose within him. And his mind became very scattered and unsettled, so that jhana deteriorated. But then when he saw the drawbacks of that, um, of that unsettledness of his mind, then he could get his jhana back again, and so that it is possible. So the next question is, what is kamma? Numpo answered that kamma, it's the acts of body, speech, or mind. And so there is good kamma, and which is skillful, these skillful acts of body, speech, or mind. And there's papa, there's bad kama, which is unskillful acts of body, speech, and mind. So therefore, the Buddha taught us to abandon any kama which is not good, to give rise to kama or acts which are good, and to purify the mind. Because when we create kamma, then this kamma uh, pushes or it uh, kind of provokes the defilements. And then those defilements then push us into creating more kamma. 
So there's this kamma, and then there's the results of the kamma, which then brings up the defilements, and then pushes one into creating more kamma, and it's the cycle that takes the mind through to birth and death without end. So the next question is, Dear Ajahn, I notice that I have a tendency to replay events, especially when I make mistakes or embarrass myself, in a way where I would be praised or seen in a better light. How can I lessen this attachment or craving for praise? Thank you. So Lumpur answered that this is normal for good people, that they want to do their best, and they wish to get praise from other people as well. And it's just normal for someone with a, a good mind. They want to do good things. But we also need to train our minds further than this as well, to do goodness for the sake of goodness. Because it's normal that when we do good things, what we'll get back is goodness. We'll receive that goodness. Whether people know about it or not, whether we get praise or not, and we know what we've done. We also need to train to understand the nature of the worldly dhammas or the worldly winds. And we do that through this training of sila, samadhi and banya, of virtue, collectedness and wisdom. And we use that to put down the sense of self. Because however much we're able to put down the sense of self, then the amount of suffering we experience will reduce to that much, to that degree. And so it's normal that there will be these memories that um, come up. And maybe there are things that we have done right and things that we have done wrong. And we can use this to remind ourselves uh, to do things better next time, to do things in a more correct way. But we also then need to put down the past as well and not think about it any further. Because if we keep that with us, then that will just create chaos in the present moment. So the next question. Dear Ajahn, in the Satipatthana Sutta it says, Ekayano ayang bikawe mago. In the Noble Eightfold Path, the four Satipatthana is to be practiced in Samma Sati in right mindfulness. So my question is, if the four satipatthana is the only way to nibbana, why is it included in samma sati? Thank you. So we need to understand first that the practice in the satipatthana sutta, um, it is this way to Nibbana, and this one way to Nibbana. And all of the factors of sila, samadhi, and panya are right there, within that, within right mindfulness. So, like knowing the in breath and the out breath, or observing the body, then this brings the mind to peace, it establishes samadhi firmly, 
when we have that firm mindfulness and firm samadhi, then we contemplate the body as being just the body. We contemplate feelings as just feelings, the mind as just mind, dhammas as just dhamma, and wisdom arises here. So it's all there within the Satipatthana Sutta and these four foundations of mindfulness. All of these factors of sila, samadhi and panya are right there in this one way. And so this is uh, the right path, this is the one path. The next question. Namasagan Tanajan. How to deal with the painful feeling of dukkha vedana in the body when one is sitting in meditation for a long period of time? How to stay equanimous with whatever degree of pain arises? Thank you for your advice, Tanajan. So Lumpo's answer was that this depends upon our training and our practice and how much we're able to forbear with. And so passing over these painful feelings, and if we sit for long periods, or stand or walk or lie down for long periods, and this, um, whether we're able to pass over that or not depends upon uh, how much we've trained and upon our forbearance. So we should train in this little by little, So it's not the case that we just try to go at it to the point where we break our bodies. That if we have just a bit of energy, then we can train in it a little bit. Following what we're able to do of sila, samadhi and panya. But it's also not the case that we just abandon this practice. We just don't even try. We need to give it a go. We need to put up a fight as well. And if we do that, then eventually we'll be able to pass over these feelings, get through them, and then the mind will separate out from them and be able to see that these feelings are just feelings. And it's just Dukkha Vedana that's there. In order to care for our minds, you can use uh, metta and karuna, this loving kindness and compassion to do that along with sila, our virtue. Then we have mindfulness looking after the mind as well. Even though there's pain there, no matter how much pain it may be, we have mindfulness of it, contemplating to gain clarity over that Vedana. And maybe we'll be able to do that only at times, uh, but don't worry about that, just carry on training in this. The next question is, I have experienced the body freeze, just like a house with no one in it. The mind stopped for a few seconds and then went back to normal again. Ajahn, please advise what I should do if I experience this again. Thank you. So this is, Nampo said, a matter of samadhi. It's collectedness, firmness of mind. So sometimes when that happens, then it feels like the body is really hard. Um, like it's kind of gathered in and it's become firm and hard, just like a rock. And there's joy and rapture that arises here. And then the mind 
is very still. And it comes close to the point where thoughts have stopped. It's very close to apana samadhi here, this access samadhi. Uh, But then after a bit of time, the mind retracts from that state and comes out. So what you need to do at this point is to contemplate into all physical things and mental things, see them as being anicca, dukkha, anatta, and this change and stress and not self. And this will develop into wisdom. So be firm in this training. Do this frequently. Try and cultivate this a lot. And this samadhi, it helps to give rise to wisdom so that you can gain freedom from suffering.